Welcome to another episode of the Nerdcast. My name is Ryan of Nerd Culture. This is the show where I talk about movies of the past as well as the present. I'm going to tell you about two movies on this episode here today. First movie I want to tell you about is from 1993. This stars Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson, and Robert Redford. It's known as Indecent Proposal. This is about a young couple played by Harrelson and Demi Moore. They're married, but they are strapped for money. They are running low on funds. They're you know about to hit rock bottom. So they venture out into Las Vegas to, you know, hit the jackpot, hit it big, and so they're able to not only pay off all their, you know, finances, pay off all their bills, but also make room for their brand new house that they want to put together and live in themselves. It's like a fresh start, a new kind of dream. So they have a little bit of trouble in Vegas, and they come across this wealthy, mysterious billionaire play or millionaire maybe or millionaire billionaire whichever one you want to go with uh, played by Robert Redford takes an interest in Demi Moore's character he kind of hits on her says hey I want you to come work for me you know I'll tell you what and here's where the indecent proposal comes in he offers the couple played by Harrelson and Demi Moore one million dollars for him to spend one night with his with Woody Harrelson's wife played by you know played by Moore in this case and you think, these people, I know you're desperate for money, but you're you're not going to sink this low, are you? You're really going to take this guy up on his offer? So what happens is they take him up on his offer, and it just leads to a whole smorgasbord of emotional wrecks, you know, emotional breakdowns. Everyone's questioning their their alliances and, you know, their moral reasons for why they did or didn't do anything to stop this or didn't do anything about it, that sort of stuff. So this is a human, it, it's a bit of a, it, it's, it's, it's a bit of a human drama. It's a very serious situation. And don't get me wrong, the cast does, they do okay with what they have, but they don't have very much to work with. This film is, in some cases, it's very slow. Uh, they lean on certain scenes and certain character moments for, for a little bit too long. And by the end of the movie, you're kind of like, I don't know, I feel... It's not to say dirty for watching this movie, but you kind of feel a bit questioned by it. You feel a bit icky. You're like, I'm not sure why this movie went this direction and they didn't really 100% resolve it. Like, they kind of do, but then you're kind of like, well, where do we really go from here? I'm not really sure what happens to this character or that character or this other character. And by the way, one of the supporting members of this cast is Oliver Platt. He plays Woody Harrelson's good good friend and, and lawyer. He He's kind of weird but yet funny in this because that's just Oliver Platt's charm he's a really good actor he's done a lot of good things and so is these other actors too don't get me wrong but in the end of the at the end of the day and decent proposals just kind of like eh, okay but what what you know where do we go from here is there any resolution or do we just kind of like leave it I'm not really sure so I felt a little weird after watching this movie it's like should I have watched this should I have not it's it's I don't know it's a bit of a you know, give and take. I'll let you, you know, when you sit down, you watch the movie, judge it on, judge it on its own merits for yourself. Let me know, because I'm very curious to hear your thoughts about Indecent Proposal. For right now, I'm going to give the film, ugh, man, if I had to give this movie a rating, probably, a, I don't know, probably between a two and a three, you know, I'd probably, I don't know, I'd probably give it a two, just because I like the actors in this movie, and they did okay, but they weren't given a whole lot to work with. And at the end of the movie, I'm kind of like, eh. So yeah, I'm going to give Indy's Proposal a 2 out of 10. I just felt like the actors, you had a good cast, you kind of wasted them, they didn't have a whole lot to do, 
and the morality tale, there was something really good here, but I didn't feel like they really explored it in a, in a way that could have been really beneficial for not just the person who's watching the movie, but also for the actors in front of the camera, as well as the people working behind the camera. But that's just my opinion, so take, take it as you will. The next movie I want to tell you about is a more recent film. It came out in the year 2018. It's called Peppermint. It's directed by Pierre Morel, who also directed the hit film known as Taken with Liam Neeson, Maggie Grace, and Famke Jansen. So... Going into this movie, I didn't know that he was the director until a little bit after the uh, or until the credits rolled. So now that I have that in my mind, I look back on watching this movie. Look, Peppermint is a very simple setup. Jennifer Garner plays uh, a married woman. She has a kid, and she watches her family get brutally murdered by a vicious drug cartel. So what happens? Well, she gets caught in the crossfire, she gets injured, goes into a coma, wakes up a month or so later, goes to court, testifies against the people who murdered her family. You think the guys are going to jail? Uh Uh-uh. The system is corrupted. The people who are, whether the prosecutors, the defense attorneys, the judges, everyone is involved in this in some way, shape, or form. They're being paid off, all all this crazy stuff. There's a dirty cop within the police department that's kind of like, you know, making sure things don't go too too far with Jennifer Garner's character trying to get justice for her husband and daughter in this case. So she goes off the grid, five years, comes back. All of a sudden, she knows how to lay the smack down on anyone who gets in her way. So to me, this film reminds me a bit of, a bit of, I'm not saying it's nearly as good or nearly as great as the John Wick franchise, but it does kind of remind me of John Wick, a little, just a little bit, like... She gets this training, and this is one of this is one of the many problems with this movie. But I'll get to why my rating for it is a little bit different than what you may be thinking right now. So Peppermint, I like Jennifer Garner. Uh, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff in, in the last number of years. She's done a few family dramas here and there, but I haven't seen an action thriller quite like this. She hasn't done this kind of work since her time on Alias and other uh, related action projects. So. <clears throat> There's a lot of nighttime shots in this movie. There's not a whole lot of daylight um, moments in this movie, so that kind of kind of made the camera work very spotty, very shoddy. There were quick cuts, quick edits. Uh, you see, you see her, you know, beating down these guys, killing them with you know guns blazing everywhere, but you don't get to see a whole lot of it because so much of it is covered in dark. It's like, did these guys not really think that some of the more daylight shots would have worked better, or some of the lighting, you know, ways of of Filming these shots or action sequences would have been better. I mean, if they had hired the stunt guys from the John Wick trilogy, I guarantee you this film would have been a bit better than what I actually thought thought it was. But here's the thing. Jennifer Garner, despite what little she has to work with, and a lot of the time she's in the shadows, she's in the background, she's in the background, she's in the dark, fighting off these forces. I liked what I saw. I liked her, you know, getting back into an action, you know, heroin role. And, you know, the supporting cast around her, who cares? They really didn't do much. They don't add much to the story. They're just there. Uh, No really big actors of note that I can recall. One of them played Braga in Fast and Furious 4, who plays one of the cops in this movie. I forget the person's name. John Ortiz, I believe his name is. I apologize if I'm saying that person's name wrong. But yeah, a few action sequences I thought were good. But here's the thing. I like revenge movies. I just do. Call me, you know, call me old-fashioned, but I'm a sucker for these type of films. So I don't, do I have certain expectations for these types of movies? Yes, I do. But I don't let it ruin my experience. Do I think this film was great? Absolutely not. Do I think it was fine, good, 
you know, entertainment for what it was. Yeah, that's why I'm going to give Peppermint a six out of ten. I, you know, despite a lot of issues this film has and things they could have done with it and could have explored where did she get all this training? Why does she know how to fight so well? Who taught her how to do this? Did she really did was she self-taught? Because I don't think that's necessary. I mean, you could. But then again, I think it helps to have someone teaching you certain skills to pull off these sort of moves, whether it be with a gun, a knife, or any type of weapon, or using the environment to your advantage. But those are my thoughts on Peppermint. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Look, Pierre Morel, you did a heck of a better job directing Taken than you did this movie. I mean, you had some issues with this. I still enjoyed it for what it was. Also, the ending. Something happens at the end. I'm like, really? They did that? That Okay, that that's kind of cool. I, I understand. I can understand why they would do something like that. And, um, yeah, certain action sequences were better than other sequences dur- during this thing. But if you're looking for a revenge movie... You could do a whole lot better, or you could do a bit worse. So I'm going to give Peppermint somewhere in the middle ground. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. That's my thoughts on both Peppermint and A Decent Proposal. What do you think about these movies? Where do these films rank among your favorite Woody Harrelson or Demi Moore or even Robert Redford performances? Where does Peppermint rank on your favorite action-adventure movies? Where does it rank when it comes to your to the director, Pierre Morel? Or how would you rank it with the Taken Uh, between Taken and Peppermint or other films that are similar to what this person has done uh, in his directing or producing career or just action films in general what do you think leave any and all your thoughts in the comment section below we'd love to hear what you have to say once again my name is Ryan of Neurocultures you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RyanRPM5 follow me on letterboxd.com slash RyanMovieBuff all my movie lists and things that I've been watching most recently are put there we'd love to hear your thoughts on that also, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at It's Nerd Culture. That's where you can find all our videos, all our content. We got good amount of stuff right now. We got a whole lot more coming your way very soon. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Stay strong, stay healthy, stay home. We're going to make it through this. And with everything going on in the world, just do yourself a good, you know, just do yourself a favor. There's so much content out there, whether it be on streaming or your Blu ray or DVD collection. Just sit back, relax, and watch movies.